Very Bad Wizards is a podcast with a philosopher, my dad, and psychologist, Dave Pizarro, having an informal discussion about issues in science and ethics. Please note that the discussion contains bad words that I'm not allowed to say, and knowing my dad, some very inappropriate jokes. Somewhere deep in bear country lives a Bernstein bear family. Welcome to Very Bad Wizards. I'm Tamler Summers from the University of Houston. Dave, Mr. Robot has done something that I didn't think was possible. Know what that is? Stopped you from smoking weed before recording. <laughs> no, no I definitely not. Done that. <laughs> oh, wait, that's the opposite. <laughs> yeah. uh, although maybe this is related to weed, it's made me interested for the first time in my life in metaphysics or in one metaphysical question i thought you were going to say in linux but okay yeah, no not linux i still i don't know what that is and i don't understand the coding stuff <laughs> and that's a whole like rich world of yeah I, I can imagine that watching that show and knowing something about it is giving you something that i'm not experiencing well yeah not even i mean they strive for accuracy there in that domain and i don't know how to code at all i just i just know that it's authentic it's way more authentic than anything else that's uh, another question for you do you know about this berenstein bears theory not the theory not the theory i mean I so know do you that know berenstein fam- bears they're Bearstein a family bears. of jewish bears hiding in a tree from the holocaust is that the- so how do you spell berenstein b-e-a-r-e-n-s-t-a-i-n they, they spell it they spell it weird interesting they, they spell it weird right uh yes well yes they do this is interesting i wouldn't have predicted that you were necessarily from universe a but a couple of years ago, I just learned about this a few days ago, there was this post about the Berenstein Bears, and I remembered it, like the person who, who made this post, as being spelled with an E. Like a Stein? Yeah. Yeah. And, I'm, and I was like, like, if you had asked me, like, rate on a... On a scale of one to a hundred, I would have said ninety nine point nine. You know, because we had them around. I had them with Eliza. I had them as a kid, and I just would have noticed if it was an A. You know, like <laughs> so. This is what this guy says is the, is true for him too, and true for you know at least half the people that he had pulled. So his theory for understanding this is that there is this parallel universe where it really is spelled with an e and we come from that and somehow we just shifted and it's the tiniest little because everything else is the same in this universe but it's the tiniest little thing that made a switch it's not that 
like it used to be E and now it's A because right. all the old records also have it as A and all the old photographs and all the right, old right, things. Right, right. So so we really were in this E universe and then shifted over into the A universe. It's actually very funny and we'll post some links on the website. He talks about what he imagined would happen if you asked the actual Berenstein people about how to spell their name. He said, like, they'd start breaking out into a cold sweat because they remembered <laughs> it, it as E, but now all their records say that it's A. But then he thought, no, probably they are just in their A universe, so nothing is odd at all. Right, so there's them. a little glitch, like when the, like in the, like some something caused the the, the universe. Uh, yeah, and we don't know what that is, and it's a very small change. Mm-hmm. There are other questions, like what happened to the A Tamler? Did he go to the E universe, or did did I just kill him? Yeah, I'm almost tempted to recommend that you start reading comic books and watch Rick and Morty because you, this the the At notion this point. of or and then start reading you know like Kripke and, and <laughs> well yeah I mean I think that's where this is going so why is this relevant to our emergency Mr Robot podcast our bonus podcast we will not be counting this as a Patreon episode but if you if you like us doing bonus off week episodes go to patreon.com slash very bad wizards and uh become a patron yeah, i guess this okay. but this is akin to that moment when you find yourself unexpectedly alone at home and realize you can ma- masturbate um but you hadn't you hadn't penciled it in you know all of a sudden your wife and kid decided to leave uh and and you realize you got a free free hour Wait, I don't. I, I have no idea. What you're, what you're <laughs> the talking. bonus episode was unexpected. Oh, it's an emergency. Oh, I see. Like a free little bonus masturbating opportunity. <laughs> yes, I got it. <laughs> That's right. And there's, uh, and there's like a Victoria's Secret right next to you. Like you just. It was just like the universe planned it. <laughs> Why is this connected to Mr. Robot? Well, uh, a week ago, apparent, uh, we learned that the FBI operation that's investigating the hack is called Op. Operation Berenstain. Right. Then in this last episode, White Rose, as I guess some sort of chief minister in China, so he had that's his he has that identity, actually brings up the idea of alternate universes and how there is an alternate universe where this hack didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And he said it's very comforting to think about this. Now we know that Elliot's favorite movie is back to the future 2 which had like an alternate 1985 timeline i think there's some alternate universe things that are going on right now and you know this is it, it turns out a lot of people have have had this idea but you know i think i can fill in the details because i'm like a mr robot genius or a savant it's a little hard, you know. You and I have talked a little bit about this. Uh, some some initial theories um, that were on the internet, and it's like whatever theory we have, somewhat like the someone's you know, had the internet it. is an infinity yeah. of monkeys, right? So yeah. like somebody will have it, um, or an infinity of universes, or, or an infinity of universes. So okay, so how does it work? So so. So how, okay, last thing, yesterday, after I had already been talking about this theory and trying to work it out with my friend and with Eliza and Jen. You were talking about Mr. Robot with someone else? So, yeah, if that's. <laughs> whatever, whatever. whatever. I, I think they were there. I don't know. Now that's. <laughs> 
Sam Esmail tweet. I follow him on Twitter. Tweets out yesterday a Neil deGrasse Tyson tweet. Everything is true in a multiverse. He just retweets that. Hmm. So he's definitely feeding in to this theory now. So now here's what I want you to work through with me. I have some ideas, but how would that work? If there, if alternate universes are coming into play, okay. So this is the first. This is fresh, but the first time I hear about this theory. My first thought is that I'm a little worried. I haven't been worried. I think Mr. Robot. There's been people who have expressed worry and concern over Mr. Robot this season, but they're just full of shit. Because yeah, if you had expectations at all from last season, you would also be sweating bullets because you would you would think you would think last season is meandering at first as well. If it weren't for the fact that there's this huge expectation of a reveal. We don't ha- we don't know what to expect this season, so it's bullshit right. to, to at this early point to be too worried. And just fucking appreciate how awesome it looks and how cool it is to watch. Well, you know, you you know, know? And, a, and some people I was reading an article this morning actually, and they were saying like, "Oh, it's a bunch of visual homages and tropes and whatever." And you know yeah, what? Which like, it is. It, it's that's it. If you copy something that's beautiful in a way that maybe a like whole bunch of people who watch the usa network have not seen um then it's not a it's an homage but it's not a it's not cheap it's it's beautiful and it's definitely not cheap because you get the sense a that the movies that are that they are making homages to are movies that you imagine elliot would like to right. and they sort of reflect his condition pretty well right. um oh. Yeah. So okay, okay, so so those are my my just the, the my initial thoughts on on the chatter about Mr. Robot, but the introduction of a multiverse scares me because you can I so in in sci-fi and in comics it, it's a it's such a common common um, I mean I can point you to some of my favorite episodes of the Justice League animated series where where you know there's a a, a plot that. That where there's a, a parallel universe where the Justice League, one event happens and the Justice League actually kind of turns into a totalitarian regime. They're really, really good episodes, but it's definitely not original in in the sense that if all you're going to do is point to an alternate universe reality, then it's a tool that he better be doing something really, really good with. I mean, I, I know I, I understand that concern, but I would say that he's earned our trust when it comes to this. He has, I he think. has. So I, I don't. If if it's going to go in this direction, then I think he'll do it well. Yeah. So this and this is way too advanced a thought, but Lost earned my trust for the first couple of seasons too. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, that's not fair. Though. I, I still not. think like I could tell that Lost was going to be a waste of my time, even if it might be fun after a few episodes in the first season. Yeah, yeah. And I gave up on it. I I would rewatch the first few seasons of Lost and just stop there because it was good. As it maybe, but I don't. Th- I, a I don't think it'll be that disappointing. But anyway, the. Okay. My other uh, thought is that this introduces a, a so so far what we've had is it's not even magical realism like it's been a re, a possible real world in which there is this guy with this disorder and there's real real care to make this p- sort of a plausible hack in in some stretch of the word and introducing something like an entirely different sci-fi element that is like one level above is is also risky. If he's if he cares enough to make his servers look real, you, you, what is he going to do? Explain that there was like a 
Okay, so let's but but let's before we get into the you know whether this would be good or bad for the show, let's try to think about how it would work. How it would work. So my you know I've always thought there's a connection between Tyrell and Elliot, and one idea that I had that Tyrell is an alternate version of Elliot. They have they're both about the same age. They have very similar skills, right? Mm-hmm. You get the sense that Elliot is a little bit more, like a, a little better at it because he seems like he's the best in the world at doing what he does. But you could imagine had Elliot gone in a certain direction, he could have become like Tyrell. And there's a bunch of ep- scenes in season one that just their scenes together are always different than Elliot scenes with other people like they're a rarely in the same place with other people you know of course there's the question of how they're interacting at all if they're in separate universes but you know something does seem kind of unstuck like whenever Tyrell calls it's this big like you know it's like he's calling from some other dimension yeah 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 okay so and it would explain it would explain the Joanna scene where she looks at him kind of recognizes him you know it might make sense in the sense of you look like Tyrell. Yeah, but... or even just you feel yeah. like you're really, this is really, you feel really familiar. Like this is, you are. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's what I was going to say. It makes sense of her apparent confusion and both mm-hmm. both sort of knowing and not knowing him at the same time. Yes. And um, it explains Tyrell. So you could imagine this as, a, as a, well, yeah, so Tyrell trying to get work his way back in to his proper universe. Right. Right. Um and Elliot maybe being stuck in the wrong universe which explains his pathology or something. Or, you know, like it could be who knows, maybe like the Tyrell is what would have happened to him if he hadn't fallen out the window or hadn't been pushed right. out the window right, or right, something right. like that, you know, right. um, because he's very different. But the just one last thing about this, when Tyrell asks him to stay at Ecor, and it's just a really bizarre thing. I rewatched it just before this. The only thing I rewatched, but he, t- this has always struck me as an important line. Uh, Elliot saying, I, I'm happy where I am, or I think I'm happy where I am. It's almost like an invitation to join that y- universe, right. you know, where right. you are now, Tyrell. But of course, there's a couple, there's a few other things that make this the- theory. I mean, a lot of things maybe, but one of them is the, the Danish or Swedish <laughs> element. Uh, yeah, he was he was left on the doorstep of a Dane um, by mistake. <laughs> but we don't know the ethnicity of his parents, and if he married, if he ended up marrying somebody from Sweden, uh, then he might speak. He might speak to her like that. Um, okay. So, it's, but in terms of the overall plot structure, what would this mean? Would this mean that in in one universe, as as White Rose literally says, the hack occurred and the hack didn't? Because it seems right. as if it did occur in both universes. Like Tyrell, I mean. So there's there's the question. Well, of the, we it, sometimes it does. Yeah, it does. Seem, it seems like it occurred less in the one that Elliot's in. Yeah. Because there's all this shit going on that it doesn't. I mean, uh, you could look at that as a weakness of the show. It hasn't really explained what 
that universe is like. Right. And it, the what the thing that this season it has shown us is that the hack wasn't the everyday person hasn't like has, benefited. Yeah, benefited in some cases has actually suffered from from the hack, but, right? But we don't know exactly why. Like no. why wouldn't you benefit from all your debts being gone right like there's the one woman who's trying to like say that she already paid off her loans and they don't have a record of it right right and uh, and but they shouldn't have a record of the loan they shouldn't exactly (laughs) right that was the whole fucking point of the yeah yeah and so so it's unclear to me one thing that that does seem does seem right in in this theory it could explain the sort of there's like an ethereal essence to the Elliot scenes that you and I talked early on about how it seemed as if he was actually maybe incarcerated or in a mental institution. Um, in the, in the, in, yeah, in yeah. this season. Yeah. Right. In it doesn't season. make sense that he's just all of a sudden living with his mom. Yeah. And, and has this like sort of daily routine in this cast of characters that's like very, very all new mu- mundane. Yeah. Um, it's, if he's in some sort of limbo. Um, where he's caught between universes. Sometimes one universe is leaking through. Sometimes another one is, right. um, you know. And this could be kind of in his mind too. Like it doesn't have to be the metaphysical reality of the show. It could, right. and definitely the multiverse could also just be a metaphor. And all the references to it, you know, a metaphor for like White Rose is a trans. He's trans. He's a transgendered woman, and sometimes sometimes stays as a man. But he has that. That was his boyfriend that they showed, right? I like what he says, I don't know what I think would. so, but yeah. I'm not even sure. I guess they kissed, yeah, didn't they? they? Yeah, they kissed. Uh, There's also him talking about hacking time. I mean, one way to interpret his conversation with Price, so they had two ways of trying to deal with the hack, was the first way to just try to move into that very nearby alternate universe where the hack didn't happen, and then he said, that's not going to work. White Rose said, that's not going to work, so we'll have to go to eCoin. Right. To to Bitcoin. Uh, So last season, there (laughs) Among the, among the more mocked theories uh, that I espoused was a time travel uh, one. Yeah, um, and and it's it seems as if this is in that same category. But right. here, but 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 it's where there's smoke, there's fire. There's something meta. There's some weird metaphysics going on, right? Yeah, I and agree. whether the, those weird metaphysics are are a product of the overactive imagination of our unreliable narrator is unclear but I, but i think that wouldn't be satisfying if it turned out right it wouldn't explain yeah. the weird phone call from tyrell to his wife um right it wouldn't exp- it wouldn't explain the off you know off ca- off elliot scenes that that are pointing to this weirdness and wasn't there something like last season at the end it seemed as if new york times was all celebrating and then it wasn't I mean, yeah. New York Square, uh, Times Square, New Times York. Square. Yeah. yeah, the well, I mean, yeah. So all of a sudden, people are there, people aren't. You know, I mean, a lot of that is his. You imagine his hallucinations because because his parents are up on the jumbotron at one point, and right. But you know, you could look at that whole speech by Christian Slater as stay here in this universe like elliot's it's like he he's he's wondering if he did the wrong thing he regrets it and he's contemplating like 
reversing it. I mean, that's the one way you can change the past in a way is by pop over to the alternate pop over to the universe where you didn't do that. You know, so is his so so one possibility is his dad really is alive in this alternate reality and he became Tyrell. Uh, and he became Tyrell. Yeah, I, could he be alive though? Because yeah. then, how does that explain that scene at the cemetery? The and it does seem like in every one of what we've seen, if we've seen more than one, Angela's mom and and his dad died uh, because of Ecor. Although, and I, I think, yeah, 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 that's right, that's right. And so the it's not as okay. So it's not as if these movies have to be accurate. And actually, we're going to talk about Memento um, with Paul Bloom in our next episode, and maybe we'll have a little discussion about this. These movies don't have to be accurate about psychological disorders. But yeah. here's one thing that's important to me about about Elliot, because everybody talks about him as having dissociative identity or multiple personality disorders, but that's not. That's, it seems as if he's gone to great lengths to say to show that that's not the case because those people don't hallucinate their other personalities. Like one of them takes over intrapsychically, and the right. other, right? So when he tells, um, uh, what's her name, Blondie, um, Angela, Angela, yes. Blondie. <laughs> when he tells Angela, my dead father is standing right behind you. Um, that's not something that somebody with a dissociative identity, you know, that's not a multiple personality thing, right? Right. Um, and it's very and sometimes he does act like you know he's the one that's uh holding the pistol at Romero he's the one that's yeah. so there are times where he does interact as Mr. Robot but way more times where he's interacting with Mr. Robot Right exactly In uh, fact, So what I did you say think? that if I have a criticism of this season it's that they're doing too much of that and it's not and it's kind of repetitive it's like <laughs> you, you know Have you ever seen okay this is have you ever seen the Pixar animated short Jerry's Game? Yeah, I'm sure because I think I've seen them. You see them all. Well, it's it's one of the earlier ones, and it's just an old man playing chess against. Oh himself. yeah, yeah, with himself. <laughs> That's yeah, all yeah. I could think of in the chess scenes. Um, what did you make? I wanted to ask you since you're such apparently a chess fiend. What did you make of the um, the the clear, clearly sort of um, intentional attempt to play to a stalemate with his father? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, it was cool. Like, like, a, like anything in the episode, it was really beautifully shot and cool to watch. But I, you know, like I didn't. We get it. Yeah, he Here's a wants metaphor. to get rid of him, and he doesn't want to get rid. Here's of a metaphor. Story, but Take it. He wants, and yeah, you'll like, like it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it could have been really cool if there hadn't been an, already a ton of that. You know. Other possibilities, if it's an alternate universe, something that popped into my head, Angela and Dom. And this would be a way for us to – this would be an anchoring uh, thing for us if Angela and Dom are both the same person. I guess why would they have different names though? Yeah. So I guess that doesn't make sense. They're both from New Jersey. (laughs) Never mind. Forget that one. That, that that's too much of a crazy coincidence. <laughs> well, they're you know the same age. Again, I think a lot of this could be metaphorical. They're the same age. They both have some tech savvy, but they're not geniuses at it. And they're both kind of lone wolves. Yeah. In their own way. And okay, so let know. me get back to this, take this through. Yeah. So 
I have not thought this out at all. So this is just, but so is it possible on this alternate universe theory that, that his father is leaking through and trying to call him back to the world where he's still alive? Yeah. I mean, I, I like what you said about limbo now. Like, it, <laughs> so he thinks he's crazy, but he's not, he's actually accessing his father and from this alternate reality. Well, again, I think the father is dead in almost all of these things. And he would be he would be older. I don't, yeah. It does seem like in every scene that is always hanging over. That 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 fact of the parents dying is sort of a part of the world. Yeah, but it does seem to me like the the so, you know, the the being forced to go see his father's grave, it's like me showing you the book title of the Bernstein Bears and showing you that there's an A, and you're forced to confront it. You're like, oh, because this whole time he's uh, like really thought that he's talking to his dad, you know? So his dad is actually—I I see what you're saying. I yeah. get it now. His dad is—he it's, it's, thinks he's crazy. Yeah, he thinks he's crazy, but his dad is actually talking to him. But the problem is that, that there aren't people with leakage into other timeline into other universes. So the fact that he's seeing and talking to his dad and his dad is trying to be like, come back to this reality, dude. Come on, come on, come on, come on. And his dad also—there's the scene where he's choking himself— also, yeah. you know, and then there's also the fact that he interacts with people in Elliot's universe as Elliot were made to understand. But, right. Is there anybody yeah. else who could have access to that alternate timeline who would? Well, I mean, that? I think White Rose is like trying. Yeah. White... Like he keeps saying, I want to hack time. Uh, and this is even though you're not going back in time, there's a way in which you are because yeah. it's an alternate timeline. That's, that's how yeah. the universe is split, presumably, yeah. is because, uh, you know, a time people line make emerges. choices. Right. Right. I want to learn more about this. The the Berenstein Bears thing was fascinating to me. I I honestly I went from not believing in multiverses to believing <laughs> in them just based on that. It was like you know, like all of a sudden now I believe in them. The FBI's operation is all to get back to Universe E. They find themselves in time in timeline A, and their the whole point is not to solve the hack. It's to actually get back to this other universe. Because yeah. somebody at the top ranks has access to the, they have a, in, in comics, there's always somebody who has a vague memory of the alternate reality and they are the ones who are trying madly to convince everybody else. And in fact, in the most recent DC comics uh, universe, there is one character who is actually stuck. He's a flash. He's the flash character, the kid flash. And he's trying really hard to leak into the new reality and tell people to remember him. So he's saying like, you, you remember me. Something's wrong. And finally, he finds Batman who is willing to believe that like something fucked up in the timelines. <clears throat> and there's a whole lot of shit that's happened that everybody's forgotten about. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm not like that, I guess, with the Berenstein Bears. And I think this is what's... You don't want them really bad to be traditionally Jewish. No, like I don't really <laughs> care, you know, and I think oh, I think most people are like that. So it's like, all right, so we're just in the A universe. That's fine. You know, maybe in the in the E universe, like the Jews control finance and Hollywood. And I could. Oh, wait, we already do. <laughs> this is one of those overdetermined things. <laughs> <laughs> when god chooses your people there's very little you can do in terms of alternate timelines <laughs> yeah we're chosen in all of them but like we just get more shit 
Yeah. <laughs> is there like a non-anti-Semitic Dave version of Dave? And there is right, right here, buddy. Right here. <laughs> um, Maybe there is a universe where we're ahead of partially examined life in the <laughs> iTunes ranking. <laughs> it's like there's only That's relative the a, movement. The, there's never absolute <laughs> movement on our part. There's only relative to PEL. Um, <laughs> what's funny is the whole kill baby Hitler thing. You know, um, that that's often right. Like the splitting of the timeline in sci-fi happens because right. either Hitler won or Hitler got killed or something like that. Right? And uh, and so so it doesn't have to be the spelling of Bernstein. That's just like oh, I my, see. So my understanding. Hitler might have just never existed, right? Mm-hmm. And I think the FBI is calling it that, but there might be somebody who is like, no, I know this other reality. This horrible hack didn't happen that almost destroyed society, and the best way to do it is we can't undo it now because it's actually irreversible the destruction of the data the only way to do it is to find that that's what i think right white rose but then i think he just hasn't figured out how to do it right but white rose likes the fact that the hack occurred so it's kind of hard to right then there's that (laughs) this problem Uh, is all wrong but it's fun (laughs) and we gotta we have to wrap up it's all right all right um we got to record with paul but i hope You've enjoyed the bonus episode. Just a very bad wizard.